Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. It is uh, January 6th, the official end of the 12 days of Christmas. Oh. Oh, this know, is the right? what does they get on the twelfth? Twelve plumbers uh, plumbing, woodpeckers pecking, twelve <laughs> plumbers yeah. plumbing, woodpeckers pecking, ten donkeys ah. honking. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, drummers drumming, or is that eleven? I don't know. When is there the maids of milking? I don't know, but I don't like that. What they're milking? I don't. These maids man. have to milk. If they don't milk, who will? <laughs> okay, Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, Twelve drummers drumming, eleven okay, pipers good. piping, ten lords a leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Each year they come out with how much money that would cost to buy all of those things. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars. You're involving buying people. It gets a little dicey. What's the price? (laughs) These nine ladies that I just purchased for you will dance, won't you? And you keep your turtle doves. I know they're just pigeons. Why are those maids milking? (laughs) Are you just buying them for while they're milking or at other times? What are maids a milking? They're milking cows because they're maids. Oh, I thought <laughs> you thought that they were breastfeeding. I thought they were women breastfeeding. I mm. thought it was women milking cows. Oh, yeah. the maids okay. are okay, a milking. Yeah, yep. maids a milking. Yeah. Wow. And when you go to maids a milking or milkmaid, um, the first picture <laughs> is uh, from Minnesota. Milkmaid in Minnesota, United States, no is what way. Wikipedia says. Yeah. Wow. wow. I've tried to milk a cow before. Have you? Yeah. Very difficult. Sure. Yeah, to do it by hand. It's a certain, like, squeeze. There's a certain technique. Where and you, you feel like you're doing something hurtful. Naughty. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I well, milk anything. I get it. Listen, we did it on Twin Cities Live, and they would take a shot of it. Like, let's see if Steve can milk this cow at the state fair. And it, you're right, Donna. It's tough for it to not look inappropriate yeah, at it's best. Like, what are you doing to that poor animal? I don't even know if I want the milk to come out at that point. That might be worse on TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, Five gold. Like, wow, he's good at that. <laughs> right? <laughs> God. They told me mine was a bull <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> uh, wow, only one teat. <laughs> He did something that sounded Don't like more than a moo. It. What was it? Oh, God. Sick. Anyway. Great way to start the show. Uh, so, uh, how about I, those twins, huh? I finished the Queen's Gambit last night, ladies. Oh. That's long last. What did you think of the finale? That you know, I thought the finale was, was well done. Um, and I think that it was proof. I was talking with my wife this morning about it. And we would each give it four out of five Gary's. 
I think that it was a really wonderful example of when someone tells you the topic of a movie and you say, oh, yeah, I'm not into that. Right. This is a wonderful example of all you need is a good story. Yeah. You just need a story well told. And then you don't mind. I, I mean, chess, of all things, this show on paper is an absolute snooze fest. It's funny that they got it. Uh, that they got it funded, you know, because that had to be a tough sell. Chess, it's just such a brainy game. There's not a large portion of the population that plays that game, and I just am amazed that it got to where it is. And then they just told the story really well. I don't know what they're doing. I don't want to play chess. Uh, So I'm not leaving, like, hook, line, and sinker with the game of chess. But as they had a final match play out, their ability to dramatically tell that story. Mm-hmm. But the camera work. The camera work was beautiful. The people are listening on the radio. People have chess boards outside of the chess hall where they're playing. Yeah. As a little town crier, this little boy comes out and says, you know, queen to bishop five or whatever. Yeah. And then somebody moves it on their board. So all these different visual ways of telling the story that you still don't understand, right? The majority of people who watch the Queen's Gambit don't understand each and every move that's happening, right? But you're you're captivated, and I thought that it, I'll say, ended a lot warmer than I thought it would. Yeah, which was nice. Yeah, I really really like that ending. That was good. It was I'm good, so and then the very it. end was good. The last shot, mm. I quite liked too. And then it makes you it makes you wonder. Your wheels start to spin about where does it go from here? And goodness, I know that it's a limited series. I hope they treat it like that. Leave it alone. Treat it like a movie. We don't need to come back to it. I don't think so either, but I wasn't it renewed for another season? Oh, it was? Am I imagining that? I don't. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Season two. Nothing better come up, Google. Yes, Queen's Gambit. Yes, Queen! I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Latin Times just put out an article on it yesterday. Latin oh. Times. I thought it was LA Times. This but, is Latin Times. They're saying the short answer is it probably will not good. come back. That's good. It will remain that way if there's any justice in the world. Yeah, we don't need more. Eight minutes of milk, girl. <laughs> Did you Scott snap that up? Do you, uh, hey, Scott, do you, yeah. uh, do you still have your decorations up Christmas? Some of them. Some of them. Okay, me too. Sorry. Me too. I'm in the process. So now, like, the transitional period is like stuff all over the floor. We strategically left a couple of things up, like Same. garland on the mantle. We left that mm-hmm. up. Um, like, Christmas Village came down. All of the built in decorations, uh, which is just, and I only mention that because I do interviews in front of that. And so I thought, let's get rid of the nutcracker now. This looks a little dated when you're doing January segments sure. on TV. So we took all that down. And then the tree, like I said, the tree, remember, I got that sucker down in one piece. The majority of ornaments still on it, all the lights still on it, just sitting in a storage room where, like, the furnace is. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe that's where we'll have Christmas next yeah. year. <laughs> Especially if you get a new furnace, you really want to spend time yeah, with it. That's you're right. Like, Damn, that was four grand. <laughs> Might as well uh, decorate it. Um, uh, by the way, I I saran wrapped a tabletop tree. Oh, okay. And so I'm going to see how that works because it's I, small. That's going to work. How tall is that thing? A foot? Oh, bigger than a foot. I have one that's a foot, actually, mm-hmm. in my kitchen that I'm going to do the same thing to. Leave the lights and everything. And then this one's maybe... 
Yeah, two feet. Okay, I think it's going to work great for that. Our problem, Donna, was uh, getting it up into the attic, saran wrapped, and it was, a, I think, a seven and a half foot tree. So you're sort of shoving it up there, and then it's coming down. It did not work. It's harder to get it up than down. You know what I mean? Like, mine goes in the basement, (laughs) yours goes in the attic. Yes. So I get it. I get it. Well, Dolly Parton doesn't take her Christmas decorations down until her birthday on January 19th because she likes to keep things festive and celebratory. Wow. That's nice. Makes me wonder if people have an exact date because in my head I was like January thirty first. We need some light. We need some, you know, we need something to make us feel cozy after twenty twenty. Yes. But then I came home yesterday and I went, "That's it. Can't take the clutter anymore." I know. And then you feel like you get extra space back after you put the decorations away. And then you're like, "I need more furniture." Yeah, it looks a little empty empty for a while. Queen. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Facebook question today has nothing to do with that. Um, I thought it would be fun since we did a little something with this last year. You know, everyone taking a picture of what's outside their window. Yes. The question is, what is the most interesting thing you can see outside your nearest window? Mm. Most interesting, okay. weirdest, mm. whatever. Yeah, so go look out your window right now. During during a break and figure it out and then put that answer up on the uh, Facebook page. Boy, Steve, thanks for explaining that. That was really helpful. Mm. <laughs> uh, when we come back, some dumb things that you don't need to know, but you'll be happy you did and things that make you go, huh? If you happen to own a cat, and let's say your cat is around nine years old, how much of your cat's life have they been awake? <laughs> I will tell you the shocking statistic about kitty cats when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Mm-hmm. Hey, Donna, your dog's probably sleeping right now. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's very cat like in that yeah. way. Dogs dogs like to sleep a lot. I don't know if they like to sleep as much as cats do <laughs> no cats maybe they're up for what two hours a day <laughs> it's and, and an hour and a half of that is anger <laughs> you need to get them some catnip oh yeah that's like marijuana for them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yep they just they um, get really you know playful cats sleep so much that by the time they turn nine years old They've only been awake for about three years. Oh my God! <laughs> what? No wonder. Maybe they that's can... why. Yeah. Live so long. Yeah, oh live longer than dogs. That's funny. Yeah, there are some cats roaming the streets right now that are in their twenties. Some in their thirties. Like the oldest cat alive, I think, was thirty-four or something insane. Yeah, I know. My sister has. When my mom passed away, my sister took my mom's cat, and. The cat was really old at the time, so now we're at, I don't know, five years ago at this oh point? Six years ago, almost? And I saw the cat on a Zoom call the other day. I go, that thing's still alive? <laughs> Holy cow! How old do you think it is? And it's near near 20, maybe? Maybe 16, 17. My cat oh, yeah. lived to be 17. Mm, my childhood cat was 21. Whoa! I Indoor cats live longer, it. obviously. Yes. That cat went everywhere. It went outside. Really? Ca- oh, yeah. It caught a bat once. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What a beast. <laughs> right? Wow. I learned this about dogs' sleeping habits, and I don't know if the same is true for cats. I don't really know how cats look when they sleep, but 
if you see your dog sleeping on his or her back, mm-hmm. paws up. That is a gr- that is a really good sign of them being totally comfortable and feeling safe and mm-hmm. protected and at ease. Mm-hmm. Because naturally, their their organs are totally open now. Yeah. And Same so when cats. they leave organs up, it's a good sign. If they're <laughs> yes. curled in a ball, that's more of an evolutionary survival of the fittest. Uh, yeah, we get it. Um, also, when cats do that... <laughs> Same thing, like if they roll over, not just while they're sleeping, but while they're awake, it means there's they trust you. Oh, I'm it's gonna very lovely text you guys a picture of my mom's cat oh, sleeping God. on her. Oh, oh, is this gonna be like foul? It's gonna be shocking how <laughs> relaxed the cat is. Oh, great! I posted right. a you picture. Can find it on my Instagram too, if anybody's listening. Oh, cool! I yeah. have a picture of my dog on my Instagram too. Not this dog. The oh older one, but he would sleep with one paw straight up like <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> He's a German oh. wire hair, too. Oh, and, okay, okay. And, but his entire, I didn't realize that it looked like doggy porn because he's just so spread open. Spread, you know, and people are like, whoa. What's at the bottom of that cat, Don? Oh, that's her, the tail. Because there looks like there's a flesh tone <laughs> portion so of funny. it. Question. Okay. Hmm. Just oh. Zoom in, wait. You'll oh, see. wait. Okay. I'm seeing it wrong. I'm seeing part, it wrong. That's part of that's the, the blanket. Um, the blanket. Yeah. Oh, that is sweet. Oh, we wow. love our little our pets. He's really relaxed. Isn't no he? kidding. Ah. Jeez. <laughs> that feels like that's a catnip induced nap. <laughs> he was token, right, Donna? Yeah. They say. Yeah. King Olaf the fifth of Norway competed in the Olympics while he was king. Yes, king. But not just because he could, because he was actually really good at sailing. He won a gold medal while king at the 1928 Olympics in Amsterdam. Mm. Wow. Way to go, king. Even though it was just a novelty song, Because I Got High, Because I Got High. You remember that song? Mm-hmm. By Afro yeah. Man? Yeah. Uh, it was actually nominated for a Grammy for the Best Rap Solo Performance in 2002. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It lost to Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On. Oh, that's good, though. <laughs> I don't think you know that song. I know it if I hear it. I think <laughs> I can't sing it right now. I think you're... Pro- when I say Missy Elliott... I think you're in your head is that it's your feminine point yet. Yeah, that one too. Sing a little bit of get your. I, I don't know it. I don't know unless I hear it, and then I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I know this one." We should club together when this pandemic's up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I'd be really out of place. You'd be really out of place. Hmm. You're right. The exclamation point didn't become a standard key on the keyboard. Until 1970. Huh. huh. That's interesting. No one I... was exclaiming. Maybe they, they they realized that when you type things, when you write things, exclamation 
is really important for tone. If you put, you know, we've talked about this. You put thanks, period, excuse me, thanks, period. Mm-hmm. It seems like, oh, that's I, an obligatory that, thanks. Yes. If you put an exclamation point or two or three, then you're like, okay, good. That kind of bugs me. I know. It's like, who who's making up these rules and forgetting to send everyone the memo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get your freak off. Get your, get your, get your freak off. There Come you on, go, Donna. Donna. You know it. Word for word. Let's Hit a girl. Hit a girl. I brought, do you want to look She's covering her have mouth. You, have you been kidnapped? <laughs> no, we're at the club. I'm trying to talk over the music. Yeah, you do kind of sound like you were. Someone came oh, up wait, behind you. And, <laughs> I thought she was getting kidnapped. <laughs> I would just think it was a dance move. She'd end up in a trunk, and I'd be like, "Sweet, I don't have to drive her home." You wouldn't drive me home anyway. <laughs> I could be I could be on the side of the road in a snowstorm, okay, freezing right. to death. And okay. if I called Steve he, and he happened to be passing where I was pulled over, he'd be like, "No, don't you have AAA? You're, you're an adult. You find your own <laughs> oh way." Oh my gosh! She's making me sound overly harsh right now. You kind of are that way. Congress passed a law in 1866. Donnie, you might recall that no living person could appear on currency. This was after an official at the U.S. Treasury sneaked himself onto a five-cent bill. Oh, that's funny. Hey, I watched that show, speaking of sneaking, The Hustler last night. We talked about it yesterday. I watched it in its entirety with the fam last night. I'll let you know if I think it's any good or if you should just pass. When we come back, I'm Donna and Steve. And we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. All right, so we were talking about the Hustler. It's kind of a game show, you could call it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's particularly popular uh counterparts include games like uh, uh Among Us. Maybe your kids or maybe you've been playing Among Us. Maybe your kids, grandkids, whatever. I know our kids are always saying, "Dad, can we play Among Us? Can we play Among Us?" And, Mafia is a game that we played over the break that I thought was much more widespread, but the majority of people I've spoken to about it have never played it. And so that is a game where everyone is given an identity, but a couple members are the Mafia. In Among Us, a couple of the people are hitmen. In the game The Hustler on ABC, uh, hosted by Craig Ferguson, one of the five contestants is told about 10 minutes before the show, they are The Hustler. And then they're shown answers on a card, and all of the questions are somehow related to the hustler. So even if the hustler didn't remember what they saw on the card 10 minutes before they go out into the studio, they would still likely know the answer because in some way, every trivia question that they ask is based on that person's life, some way, somehow. So these answers should come naturally. Now, the difficulty if you are the hustler, is not letting others know. So when there's a question that comes up, you can't automatically just say, oh, I know that, it's that, because then they're going to sniff you out, right? Mm-hmm. And realize, wait a second, you're right, the hustler. Right. So what they do, and I think they did a, a nice job of this. We all liked it. Uh, they ask you three questions as a group. Each question is worth $10,000. So if you go three for three in the first round, there's $30,000 now in the bank. And everybody's group thinking together. At the end of that round, everybody writes down who they want to eliminate on a little card in front of them, stick it in an envelope. But only the hustler's card 
actually gets read. So everybody has to vote, so it looks like everybody is voting, but no one has revealed their identity. And whoever the hustler writes on their card of the five contestants, that person is gone. On to round two we go now with only four people. Okay, does how do they execute that part? So everybody writes on a card. Yep, and then they stick it in like a little yellow envelope. I see. And then that uh, the envelope of the hustler magically, like through a tube or something, Got it. comes over to Craig Ferguson, who then says, so-and-so, this is the end of the road for you. And then he does some funny way of getting them out, you know, pushes the bookshelf open, which is actually an exit door, something like that. Craig Ferguson's great in the game. Because he does not overdo it. He's conversational. That's when he's funniest is when he's just reacting to whatever's being said. So he's he's a nice and easy watch in this. So then they go to another round trying to get more money. Now, it is in the best interest of everybody to get all of these questions right because you want as much money as possible at the end of the game. When it gets down to three people, they do something interesting. So last night they had $80,000 in the bank. And when they get down to it, Craig Ferguson says, you have one more question. And this question is really important because instead of it being worth 10,000 more, this is actually uh, going to be worth double. So I will double whatever you have in the bank. So 80 grand goes to 160. If you get it wrong, 80 grand goes down to 40. The interesting thing about that though, is at that point, you really have to be careful of revealing your identity if you're the hustler. Mm, because yeah. no matter what happens, whether you get it right or wrong, there are, someone's getting voted off next and the game is going to be done. The hustler, of course, wants it to be right, no matter what they know the answer. And it's really interesting to watch them play that without saying, it's B, we got to go B, because then that's kind of a tell that you sure, are the hustler. Sure. So everybody's laying back. But if you don't get it right, your eighty grand goes down to forty grand. Anyway, mm. they in this case they get it up to 160 grand. It was interesting how people were laying back. And then it's the final 3 and you have to vote out who you think the hustler is. If the hustler gets voted off and he is found out, he leaves with nothing. The other two split the 160,000. Mm, okay. If they if they don't guess who the hustler is, the hustler wins all 160,000. The other two leave empty-handed. Okay. So at the end it 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 gets to a nice pinnacle where there's this nice buildup, and then you don't know as the audience. Craig Ferguson doesn't know. Only two people there at the studio know who is the hustler. And so you really are watching people lie very well, yes. very effectively. You know what this reminds me of a little bit in some sense? Have you watched To Tell the Truth? I have watched bits and pieces enough to know that there's a sim. This is the same genre, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. and of course, this is a like a, a a game show from the '60s, right? That they you know brought back, mm-hmm. but it's really fun to see. Like recently, they had so they have three people on, and one of them is a backup singer for a really popular artist, and mm-hmm. then they have to then the panel of celebrities. There's three people. They mm-hmm. ask questions. Of these, and it's so fascinating to see how they lie because you might not know anything about the music industry. Yeah, you kind of have to prep, <laughs> right? Yeah, I get that. You, I, I'll tell you this: what was uh, what was fun about this is, especially if you're watching it with somebody, Don. If you watch with the roomie, 
uh, Don, you could snuggle up during this show, oh. and you guys could be guessing together, you and MC. In our adjustable bed. In your craftmatic. <laughs> That's right. Prop your head up to Sit up and watch TV in bed. <laughs> but we all had various guesses throughout the show. So oh. you thought it was one person, and then that person gets voted off. Yeah. And then we just kept bouncing around. And so that alone is an interesting way to do it. By the way, they also bring up pictures. They'll say, here's another clue about the hustler. The hustler owns three chickens, and there's a live video. This is their chicken coop <laughs> right now. Oh. And then you have to you have to play it off, right? You it, it, There's so many opportunities where they have to bluff and then double down on the bluff and double down on the bluff. And so... And then you once they reveal it at the very end of the game, they say, well, the real hustler stand up. They make it dramatic, wait about 10 seconds, and that person stands up. And it's crazy because when the hustler stood up last night, he stood up and smiled, but he just lost 160 grand. Oh, and the other two people then, as a result of that, got 80000 oh. including Bree, the teacher from Robbinsdale here in Minnesota. Oh, really? High school yep. teacher. Um, and I thought she was the hustler i started thinking nope she is bluffing she's playing this i and then i was a total misread so i like games where you have to sort of guess and think your way through and the reveal doesn't come until the end and you're never quite sure and in the final seconds as they're pointing brie is about to flip her vote from who she thinks the hustler is and then there is and it really reminded us again uh, of the game mafia where someone is about to get voted off Mm mm-hmm and then you're saying, listen, if you do this, if you vote me off right now, this game is going to end because then there's going to be too many mafia members, blah, blah, blah. And in this case, he said, if you vote me off, we leave with no money. He is the hustler. You have don't change your mind now. And she's got all this pressure on her. Her vote swayed the game. Luckily, oh, she voted wow. right. So, again, it's called The Hustler. It's on ABC. Um, it's an it hour long. I, I wonder if it will. You Sounds know, like a good concept. Well, and they're packaging it in the midst of like a game, game of Palooza that they're doing on yeah. ABC right now because the Hustlers out, um, and then the Chase with Ken Jennings, Brad Rutter, and James Holzhauer, mm-hmm. the Jeopardy guys. Yep. The Chase premieres on Thursday night, and this is where it's a group of people fighting against either James or Ken or Brad. They'll rotate nights, but that seems like a cool trivia game as well. Then name that tune is coming back on Fox. Yep, tonight. Good. Oh, yeah. So that'll well, be really fun. Um, I believe. Um, oh God, Randy Jackson. Does that sound right? Yep. Is that does the sound right. music? Uh, he's the music director, and I can't remember who's hosting it. Uh, mm. da, 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 name that tune. Name that, that tune. Jane Krakowski. I, oh, love her. I can name that tune in seven notes. I used to watch that show as a kid and really Me liked too. it. It was really fun. We should yes, play. And Randy Jackson. Yeah, okay. So it'll be nice to see these familiar faces. Yes, Queen. Yes, okay. Have you watched any of Jeopardy, by the way? No, I still haven't. Are you recording? Not this week. No, I keep forgetting to record. It makes me too sad. <sighs> I know. Did you watch? I didn't, but I'm recording. Yeah. When are you going to sit down into that sadness? Oh, Dawn, why don't you mind your own business? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, my hey. God. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, you know, I might watch one tonight. Hey. Hey. Hey, girl. Anyway, <laughs> so there's your uh, game show roundup for you. Let me ask buddy. this question while, okay. we're, while we're closing up the game show roundup. Okay. 
What, in your opinion, is the greatest game show of all time? I really love... I really love Match Game. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good funny. comedy. And I also love Family Feud, but I don't think they give away enough money. Oh, right. Right? Mm. They're like, you. this family of seven has $239. And you're like, who cares? What? They have They've to chosen it seven ways. They're taking it in an annuity stretched out over a decade. They'll each receive <laughs> $0.46 cents a month. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Like, It just never seems like enough money to me. It's like five dollars a you know a, a correct answer. Top three answers on the board. And nobody, go with, I don't know why they say player player pass. By the way, nobody ever wants to pass. Yeah, it's nobody like, hello. ever says pass. Anyway, I'm on TV. What do you think, Steve? <laughs> I think the Price is Right. Oh yeah, that's great. That's I think good. It's just a it's a fun variety of games. It was really the one that I grew up with. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Yeah. Bob Barker. And then after that, it was lunchtime, and we felt like now we're going out for the summer. For the summer day awaits yeah. us after we watch The Price is Right. That's, that's funny because it was never really something that I deliberately watched. And oh. then I ended up in the hospital for three months yes. over, the, over a summer, like literally from June till September. Oh, right. And I would just sit, I would just, I was in traction. So I would lay there and just. I had all the shows that I watched, all the daytime TV. I was like a housewife, you know, because I was watching. <laughs> 12 years old. Yeah. General Hospital, mm-hmm. all, uh, you know, all that stuff. So. I know. You know, I think what I have a, a soap opera on, but I remember I was, goodness, I don't know, 9, 10, 11, and was deep in Days, days of Our Lives. Yep, me too. When Marlena and Stefano. And- Sometimes mm-hmm. I come home and my roomies making lunch and watching that oh that's fantastic <laughs> days he's watching yeah, days he watches days like sands through the hourglass so are the days of our lives and i remember my mom telling me the I'm guy who does that voice McDonald's. used to be on the show yeah grandpa i didn't know that mcdonald carey yes but queen. she's filling me in at the age of 10 so the voice <laughs> you hear he used to be on the show grandpa horton now i tell you what besides lost and this is true. Besides Lost, especially season one, I've never been as captivated by any show ever than I was the summer of Marlena being demon possessed. <laughs> and, and that's by when Stefano. I peaced out. That's exactly oh, when I stopped watching. I was like, all right, this is in. the stupidest thing. And oh. I, I kind of lost respect for Deidre Hall a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was like, what? They wrote it for her. Uh, she already had a good role. I'm thirsty. Ew, Steve. We gotta go. If <laughs> you right. see something, we want you to say something. Apparently, people are seeing something in Queens, New York, that involves aggressive squirrels. <laughs> I will tell you what is happening when we come right back on My Talk 1071. What do you do when squirrels attack? Holy Yeah. Start dancing, right? Little squirrel bodies moving around. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the Pied Piper, Queens, New York. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay. Oh, 
So apparently there's a neighborhood in Queens where um, there have been at least five reported attacks from aggressive squirrels since Mm. late November. Whoa, I'm looking at this lady's arm. Looks like someone beat the hell out of her. Whoa. Um, Most of these has happened, like I said, in this one neighborhood. It's called the Rigo Park neighborhood. And one woman even needed to visit the ER after her hand was bitten. Others are afraid to even walk in their own neighborhood. Oh, my word. Um, There's blood everywhere in this one yeah, picture. It's Holy. covered. Yep. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. In the snow. Oh, I don't see blood. Oh, this. Yeah. One of the ladies was just like, she was like, said it was like an MMA match and she lost. Yes, and she were. had blood all over her arms. She's. I see the big bruise. Wow. Well, here is uh, one woman talking about what happened. It was so fast. He had his claws out. It's not like he was jumping and jumping away. He was there. Ah! Just basically runs up my leg and I'm like, okay, squirrel, what are you doing? He either bit me or scratched me on, on my neck. And then I must have like reached over or do something. And next thing I know, it's an MMA cage match and I'm losing. Oh, no. I tried to shake it off, but I can't. The squirrel has claws cling onto your um, winter jacket. When we have to leave the house, we have to carry mom's homemade pepper spray to make sure. Because if the squirrel comes at us, then we spray it. Oh my gosh, one woman had to get a rabies shot. They that, think it's the same squirrel. Oh my gosh. I, you know you yeah. know who's licking their chops right now? Am- ambulance chaser lawyers in Queens. <laughs> if you've been attacked by a squirrel, <laughs> you were minding your business walking in the park. Oh my god! We demand justice. They're nuts. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> uh, good one, Steve. That is crazy. Now I'm going to be afraid of squirrels. No, Donna. Don- this is why you can't watch the news. <laughs> you can't. Listen, it's five squirrel attacks since November on an island off the East Coast. You're okay here in Minnesota. Okay. You need to be worried about bears, rogue turkeys, and even kinds. Yeah, but don't forget, I had a dead squirrel under my couch. Mm, they've told each other about that. Right? Yeah. Now they're plotting. Because that's what they do. If you kill a spider, they send out, like, you know, like, sonar to the other spiders no, to come and attack. No, 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 no. What? No, that's not what happened. <laughs> Was that real? No. <laughs> no. No, this woman lives in a demented, augmented reality. <laughs> and it's our job, Don, to try to okay. talk her down and to call out the crazy one it's voiced. All right. You're going to be fine. Now... All bets are off for those flying squirrels, though. Ick, right? So gross. Unbelievable <laughs> that they can do that. I think we have them in our neighborhood. Really? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see one in flight. I would not. Oh. Wouldn't you be like, ah! I had a sugar glider, which is basically that's, the same thing. It's like a little right. flying chipmunk. Wait, almost. Say more about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, where does one get it? Um, Why did you get it? Well, my boyfriend at the time got it. Uh, you can get them at pet stores. I don't believe that they should be sold singly because they are nesting animals and mm. they can die of loneliness. What was it called? A sugar sugar glider. glider. Okay. They're very cute, um, and they glide mm. across the room. They have the same oh, thing my. as a flying squirrel, little flaps. And they are nocturnal, so they bark all night like a little puppy. Oh, oh no. And um, they live 12 to 15 years. Yeah, they're very cute. Um, and you either get one that wants to have you hold it or not. Ours wasn't very oh. friendly. And she just 
bless her heart, she just had to go live with another sugar glider. We had to find a boyfriend Mm. for her. And it was a better home because they had a floor-to-ceiling cage. Mm. Oh, sure. And so they could go up and down and all around. And she ended up, we thought that she was a he because that's what they told us at the pet store. Turns out that was just the tail. we, We named her Mateo. And so her name was Mateo. And then she got pregnant not long after she went to go live with her new husband, Sugar Glider. Well, and she might be shocked to find out that the gestation period for a Sugar Glider is just 17 days. So she got the pregnancy test and then had a baby. Yeah. they. You know, I just really don't. My friend Dana had one that she would carry around in her pocket all the time that was, you know, friendly. But ours just wasn't. And then we had to get crickets for her to eat. Thank you. That was my next question. And also, uh, she didn't really want those. So she would just, she only wanted, like, honeydew. (laughs) Like, we would get all this different variety of fruits. It was kind of stressful, to be honest. And, you know, sometimes she would get out of her cage in the night and crawl up my boyfriend's arm. And he would fling his arm just because he felt something, and she She'd would go fly, fly and land like across the thing on the lamp, but not an immediate thud. There was no, sort of a little. No, she just whoosh. Yeah. Do they? Do you need to get their nails trimmed? Uh, yeah, you have to trim their nails. That's another thing that's kind of stressful too, because she didn't even really want me to hold her. I was. This sounds terrible, but to make her stop barking in the night like a puppy, <laughs> I would. I had a ball of socks that I would just. Across the room wow. to stop the barking because they're okay. nocturnal. I want to know what that not, bark sounds like. I don't like that. Just like that. Oh my! I'm glad it's not like a chirp, like a bat. Because no, that freaks it's, me it out. It sounds just like a puppy. Where do you find these in uh, the wild? Well, I think they're Australian. Yes, and they I really, are. Australian. I really feel like people shouldn't own them. Yeah, I really I do feel too. like there should be laws. And sorry if you have one out there, but um, they don't give you. It's just not something that you should have in your house. I think ferrets too. I had a ferret. My sister wanted one, and he was great. I mean, they're cute. They dance. They do little, but you can't really de-skunk them. They still smell. This is it. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's like the smoke alarm. <laughs> you know, you're like, God, make it stop. Which one is it? It's like, honey, oh, you just, it just felt guilty you know, owning it. And, and when we found somebody to take her, it was just such a relief oh. because, you know, how, she went to a better home. How creepy were those people, though? Because you mentioned they already had a full length <laughs> cage situation. They were looking situation. for a mate. And so okay. we're like, oh, thank God. It was in our area. This is when I lived in Dallas. Okay. And, um, yeah. Oh, they're just By the so way, cute. technically, Donna, in case you aren't really thinking about this, it's a bat. It's a species of a small gliding possum. <laughs> they're so adorable, though, aren't they? So cute with their big eyes. Yeah, they are really cute. Yeah, but I could just... see. Like, what are they? The size of the palm of your hand? Yeah, for oh. sure. Wow, interesting. I also looked at a fennec fox. Oh, gosh, Fennec so Fox. cute, too. F-E-N-N-E-C, Donna, if you're on the Google. Fennec Fox. Uh, there's been a lot of foxes spotted in our uh, neighborhood in Bloomington. Oh. Just, you know, just chilling. Oh, look at those ears, you guys. So who who partied? What's he a result of? <laughs> right. An elephant? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And a gerbil? 
How does that even work? <laughs> oh, man. That Oof. is funny. You guys huh. got good news. What? We got new prizes for the new year. Ooh. Oh, wonderful. Just in time. Listener rewards for the month of January. You could win, oh, a smartwatch. You could win dinners from HelloFresh. Uh, we've got gift cards to Athleta. Uh, we've got gift cards for Crisp and Green. We've got a My Talk yoga bag. Oh, cool. That's kind of fun. Yeah, you can register if you want any of those. Uh, register for rewards, then you listen, and then you enter to win. Really easy. See everything that we've got up for grabs and listen to rewards on the app or at mytalk 1071com What's coming up in music news? Oh, thank you for asking. Did you hear about Dr. Dre? Yes. Dr. Dre had an aneurysm. Oh, my gosh. We'll tell you a little bit about how he's doing on the way. Uh, Grammys have been postponed. We'll give you more info on that. And a new song from the weekend that we think is a diss to the Grammys.